and welcome to another episode of the Fundamentals Podcast. I am your host, Harley. Joining me today to talk about the world of Comic-Con is radio presenter and podcast host, Alex Gilston. Alex was kind enough to give me some of his time to relay his experiences going to various Comic-Cons based right here in the UK. Now, some of you at this point might be thinking, hold on a minute, Harley, I thought Comic-Con was in San Diego. That's where all the big announcements come from for the Marvel films and so forth. Well, that is true. There is a massive Comic-Con over in San Diego in the United States. But that's not to say that Comic-Con has made its way around the world. And indeed, here in the UK, we've got quite a few of our own different versions. And that's what Alex is here to shed light on. We talk about the community spirit, the various types of people that you'll meet at these shows, and so much more. It's a really interesting and entertaining conversation. So without further ado, let's get to the conversation. This is Comic-Con with Alex Gilston. Hello, Alex, and welcome to the Fundamentals podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure's all mine, sir. So uh, when we started talking about potential ideas and topics, I have to admit you threw out quite a few. I liked every single one, but one that really jumped out to me and I thought would be a bit of a departure from what we've been doing recently is uh, is Comic-Con. Yeah, I mean, I I threw out Doctor Who, I think. And I, <laughs> yes. I mean, I could talk about Doctor Who literally. I mean, how long have you got kind of thing? But yeah, mm. no, I I thought it might be a good chance to just maybe talk about something a bit different because I'm usually talking about films. So it's nice mm. to, to sort of go away from that for a little bit. No, that's absolutely fine. And I do think Doctor Who will probably be a future episode of some sort. So I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, as far as Comic-Con goes, I, I'd love to know, let's sort of go back to the beginning then. When did you first get introduced to Comic-Con? Did you go to a convention or did you just sort of hear about it? What was your story? Well, yeah, well, it's it's funny because <clears throat> the you know liking Doctor Who and the kind of what people would consider nerdy stuff is kind of part of the reason as to why you're thrust into that world. Like you, <clears throat> you watch all these TV shows, you watch all these films, you read comic books and all that kind of stuff, and then through that, and you know, like you end up following all of the people who are in it on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and then you see oh, they're, you know, they're going to be making an appearance at a Comic-Con somewhere around the country. And you're like, well, that's I want to go and see them. Like, I want to be there. Mm. Uh, and it goes, I'm, I mean, I would say, I'd like to say fairly new, but then I can't because the first Comic-Con I went to was eight years ago now, um, back in 2013. And it was actually quite a big convention to go to as like a first one. Uh, so one of the biggest... Uh, comic convention companies in the UK is MCM Comic Con. They have uh, cons all over the country. They do London, Manchester, Birmingham, uh, Glasgow, uh, Wales. They're just everywhere. Um, and the first one I went to was MCM Comic Con in Birmingham. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Birmingham, but one of the uh, the big convention center in Birmingham is the NEC. Yep, yep, I've um, been there many, many times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and <clears throat> that was that was where the, the Comic-Con was. And I don't I didn't know what to expect really. I was kind of I was very, I was excited, but I was also like apprehensive because I didn't really my expectations were just kind of all over the place. But when I got there it was like being at home. Like completely mm. at home. It was like these nice. people get me. I know yeah. this is this is the place to be. Right. Um and yeah, it's just it's gone from there. I've I've been to so many since then. I kind of lost count um all over the country. I mean, I've been uh of so I've been to Birmingham a couple of times to that same convention over the over a couple of years. Um I've been to London to some of the big conventions in London and then even closer I've been to a a smaller convention in the town where I live, up in in Manchester, so I've I've kind of been to a big breadth of of different uh, kind of sizes of events. Hmm. So I I find that really interesting straight off the bat. The fact that there are a variety of events yeah. to go to because I'm somebody who's you know I, I'm aware of 
this big one in San Diego, right? That's the one that if you're into film, you're in especially stuff like, you know, comic books and that, that's where you hear a lot of big announcements. And that's maybe what people think of when they think of Comic-Con. They think of, oh, yeah, celebrities on panels and, you know, someone comes out and and it's all a big surprise and it's in the news. But, yeah, the fact that there's so many here and you can get a massive variety of them. So what's the kind of ones that you enjoy going to the most, I guess? would you Do you prefer the big ones where it kind of spans everything or do you like little niche cons? Yeah, you, you'll find that, you know, the, the conventions like San Diego and, and New York and that kind of stuff, they're kind of in a league of their own. Like, you know, they've got the big yeah. panels where... Yeah. because they know that you know so many people are going to be there and so many people are going to be watching online that they can do these big announcements and stuff but you'll find that you know the conventions that happen in in this country it the panels especially they're a lot more kind of informal they're very much one to one with the person that the panel is about and it's a lot more intimate and a, a lot better really because i think you know i mean i've i've I know a few people who've been to San Diego and they say it's quite corporate. Really? Um, in terms of the fact that, like, you know, it's for the industry kind of right. deals. Um, okay. And, you know, Comic-Con's meant to be for the fans. It, that's, you know, that's hands down what it what it's for. I mean, I've never been, so I couldn't say properly, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's different because, like, a smaller convention compared to a bigger one there's just so many different things like, mm. you know, you could, so for example, the convention I went to in, in Bolton, um, mm -hmm. like I think the biggest guest at, at that convention was, um, the stunt coordinator on Star Wars, the Phantom Menace. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, who did like, um, Liam Neeson stunts and stuff, you know, in the Jewel of Fates scene. Oh, that's cool. Um, but then you go to a, a London Comic Con, and you've got you've got Meatloaf, and <laughs> you know it's just there's no there's it, it could just be anything right. like it, and that's the beauty of a Comic Con because right. there's just something for everyone, and yeah, I I just I just love it so much, and again, it's not just about the guests either, it, you know, mm -hmm. there's so much more to it than that. Like it's about being part of the community, you know, you've got the vendors and stuff you you ba it's like walking around a market it's just a market that where everything caters to you like if you go to a market you know you've got there's obviously there's guaranteed to be things that you're not going to be bothered about yeah. like you might go around to a, a, a clothes section and you'd be like oh well some clothes there but then you go around and then you're like oh well, i'm not really too bothered but like a comic-con market is a gold mine it's literally everything you're interested in <laughs> Um, and <laughs> that's right. another thing about comic cons as well. Like you spend a lot of money. A, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, what sort of things are we talking? I guess it's like memorabilia and, and obviously comics. I'm assuming a lot, a lot of comics. Yeah. There's a lot of comic vendors. Again, memorabilia is a really big one. Uh, there's a lot of clothes vendors. Um, there's such a big variety. Like, uh, you know, there are people selling like uh, kind of authentic, uh, signatures from guests that aren't even there and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you've got people selling, like, little printed versions of, like, scripts of films or TV shows that have, right. you know, got the signatures of the cast printed on it, but they're not actually the signatures and that kind of stuff. It's just, there's just so many different things, yeah. It's really, really cool. That sounds amazing. I guess it's the kind of thing where it's, like, the epicenter of, of pop culture as we know it at the moment, right? It is, yeah. And if you're into that, it's like the best, just the best place to be to to experience it. Um, yeah, it, it's it's great. I guess that's that's a question I would say straight off the bat. Then is, do you have to be into comics necessarily to enjoy a comic con? Not not at all. I, I don't think so because, for example, cause the thing is, one of the biggest conventions I've ever been to is London film and comic-con in in london um right. at the olympia i think it's the olympia um convention yeah, center I think that's right yeah yeah and you know that uh, it isn't just about liking comics like you really don't have to you know the comic-con spans such a breadth of 
of kind of ideals and different fandoms. It just, yeah, you could either be madly into comics or you might just like one person who's been in one episode of Doctor Who or a film somewhere that's making an appearance and you just, the only reason you're going is because you want to meet them. Like, okay. you could go for any any particular reason. That sounds really cool. I guess it's, yeah, you have a look then at, at what's there and you just kind of, I guess, follow that. It's something, it's something you're really passionate about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that the, the pull for me with uh, that particular convention was that there was a lot of uh, lot of the doctors, the living, uh, currently living people who have played the doctors were were attending that convention. And it ended up being, uh, they ended up breaking a record and being the convention that had the most living actors who've portrayed the Doctor in attendance at one convention. Wow. I think it had pretty, pretty cool. much all of them, nearly. I think bar really? Jodie Whittaker, because uh, she she, I think she'd only just been announced at that point. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty good get right there. I think considering you've got the likes of David Tennant and Christopher Eccleston, you know, guys that are obviously quite busy and have lots of other things going on. So get them all in. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and the Christopher Eccleston thing was a completely big deal as well because, um, you know, one of the main reasons he was there because is because of Doctor Who and uh, mm. obviously his uh, kind of experience uh, that he's kind of come out about over the you know the past few years of of mm-hmm. how he was treated and that and that kind of stuff. It's it's been a big deal, and it was actually his first ever convention appearance as well. So it was it was a very wow. big big deal. Yeah, so it sounds like it, it's the kind of place where maybe you can witness some pretty historic things then, by the sounds of it. Yeah, definitely. Like like you said, you know, breaking that record and just, yeah, it's it's so cool. But yeah, and, and you know, going back into it, you know, like I said, guesting is, is just really just one branch of, of what you can do, you know, uh, as well as the the guests and the, the market. You've also got cosplay. That's a real big part of Comic-Con. Uh, people right. dressing up. Um, I've never personally done it myself, uh, <laughs> although I've wanted to, I must admit, yeah. uh, but I've never actually got around to it. But that that is, you know, one of the really, really big parts of, of a, a Comic-Con. Uh, like, you know, there's competitions and, and kind of like galas and stuff that they do just specifically for, for cosplay. And let me tell you, it's admirable, completely admirable because... You could literally see someone in the most DIY outfit of of a character ever. Or you could see somebody in the most accurate, like, dress-up of a character. That there's And there's just everywhere in between. And that, again, that's another thing that's amazing about Comic-Con because it doesn't discriminate. Like, if you want to make a little bit of effort, that's fine. If you want to make loads of effort, that's fine. If you're a professional cosplayer, come and bring out your best stuff. Like, it's just, yeah, it's really, really good. That's fantastic. I, I'm really glad to hear that because I've seen a bunch of pictures before now from different Comic-Cons of, of cosplayers. And for anyone who doesn't know, yeah, it is something that people take really seriously. Like you said, it seems uh, your initial sort of impression might just be, oh, is it people just rocking up in, you know, like a costume they've got from a store? It's like, well, that can be it. But people that do cosplay, some people do it like almost professionally. I've I've heard of people that go to conventions and that's what they do. They enter these competitions and they have such like a realistic outfit that they've painstakingly recreated. You know, it could yeah. be anything, can't it? From like an anime character to a doctor to Darth Vader, it can be literally anything. So I, I think I, that must be really cool, just walking around and seeing all this all this variety. And that's that's yeah that's one of the best things about it, especially in a place as big as the Olympia, where there yeah. are hunt like there are tens of thousands of people just walking around, and it's basically like spot your favorite character. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh my what, oh my god, that's the Doctor. Oh, that's Batman. Oh, that's um, Soldier Seventy Six from Overwatch. Oh, that's right. uh, Nathan Drake. It's just and and there's just everything. It's, mm. Yeah. I have so many pictures on my phone of, uh, you know, pictures I've got with cosplayers of all my different kind of favourite characters. Uh, one of my favourite ones was uh, at, at London Film and Comic Con, there was a, a Deadpool um, right. cosplayer, and he was walking around with a uh, 
a replica Thanos gauntlet with the Infinity Stones in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it's great. And that's another thing as well, like with cosplay, is you can kind of break the boundaries. You know, you don't have to stick to something that's completely accurate to the character itself if you want to add your own spin onto it. Like, we've never seen Deadpool with the Thanos gauntlet in any me- any kind of media, but that person just thought, you know what, what would make it fun? Me having the Thanos gauntlet. Especially because it came out, you know, in the year when Infinity War was one of the biggest films of the year. And yeah, so. That's amazing. I'd love to see stuff like this. This is sort of the kind of thing that I think I would absolutely love to see. And I kind of hope after um, everything starts returning to some sort of normality, I would I would love to go to a Comic-Con. So would you recommend the London one then is perhaps one to go and check out? Yeah, I think... I've... London is good because you kind of have that hub where it's a place that, you know, like if you're wanting to meet somebody from a show or from like a comic writer or a book writer or, uh, you know, a producer, writer, director, whatever, it's kind of a place that they all recognise as, you know, London's London, isn't it? Um. And you'll find that the more more of the bigger guests will go to those conventions and they're definitely on a, a bigger, grander scale. But then on the other hand, if you want if you you know, if you can't afford that, you can't afford that, like just go to a, a small back end one, like go to Manchester Comic Con or, you know, just one that's in like your local hometown. Because they can be just as fun and just as rewarding and just as great to go to, in my opinion. Hmm. What what do you think it is that makes them so rewarding to go to then? Is it that sense of community? Yeah, very much so. Because you know that you're going to a place where literally everybody has the same mindset as you. And, you know, you're all just completely obsessed with these worlds and these people. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing. It's just a, a great feeling. The moment you walk through the doors... You're just like I'm. I'm home. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's just, yeah. Nothing tops the feeling. I don't think. I think it's it's just really really good. That's great to hear, man. I mean, I've in previous topics. Um, I think Godzilla and Star Trek are, are both ones that have uh, the people I've been to guess I've been talking to have mentioned. They've got their own kind of conventions, and it's that sense of community people talk about and those kind of things. So it's nice to hear that it extends out to something like comic-con which it seems like has such a massive variety so you could almost imagine there might be some tension you know you might get a dc crowd and a marvel crowd rock up and you know want to start something (laughs) but it sounds like that's not the case (laughs) no yeah it's 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 all love which Mm. you know you're all going because you have a love for you know whether it be star wars or marvel or uh dc or a tv show you know like the it's yeah just anything and and i think that's what's so great about it Mm. that's that's awesome man and and it's the kind of thing that to me it sounds like it kind of breaks down boundaries right because on the surface you could i feel it's easy to look at something like any of the things you just mentioned there and kind of go oh you know but isn't that for kind of like nerds and, and be very dismissive which again we're not about on this show but it's nice to hear that there was a convention. You can go, well, just go and try it. And see yeah. what the fuss is all about and see what the people are like. And actually, it could be a lot of fun. You could see the nerdiest nerd of all nerds at Comic-Con. <laughs> but then you could also have the most casual person. At, like, you know, that, and that's, again, another beauty of Comic-Con is whether right. you're the deepest, furthest into a fandom and you can't get out or whether you've just started to dip your toes <laughs> into it. Like, right. Comic Con is a place for you, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. No, no kind of snobbery then. I not at the conventions I've been to. No, like you said, it's a very welcoming place, and it's kind of one of those things where, well, because it's. I mean, every time I've gone, I've either gone with one friend or a group of friends, and and that's kind of you know you generally stay in, or at least I've found that I just stay in that group of friends. But I do know that. Uh, comic-con's a place for people to meet up and meet new people and meet for the first time and that kind of stuff say there's somebody that you've been talking to online for a long time and you go and meet them at a comic-con for the first time at a place where you know you're both 
in a place where you absolutely love all of this stuff and that's and that again that sense of community that i've always felt when i've been to these conventions is always a really great thing wow that's really cool to hear man and i'm I'm guessing then there's no kind of extreme camping out in the in the night to get into the queues or is there because i know again i'm thinking about san diego i've heard of people that like camp out the week before just to get in certain venues i think yeah. it's called h is the famous one isn't that's it? that's a very whole h thing to do yeah yeah thankfully <laughs> the conventions i've been to you've never had to kind of um queue for that long however mm. that is a thing you know us british people we love a queue that's true <laughs> we absolutely love a queue and i'm not gonna lie to you yeah if you go if you're going to meet guests if that's mm-hmm. the only reason you're going you're gonna do a lot of queuing a lot of of queuing yeah. i would say because when i went to the london comic-con uh, we went for all all three days and out of the amount of time that i was there i would say a good 40 percent chunk of that time was spent standing in queues just waiting around nice. to whack for you know wait to go and speak to a, a guest for to, to get into the convention itself to uh get you know go to a photo op or or that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. um which can i suppose be a little bit off-putting but i think if you you know it's just that little bit of patience and once you get over that and then so say for example you are waiting for a photo because one of the things you can do at, at comic cons is pay for a photo op um where it, it's kind of a, a little i would say a lot more informal than meeting a guest at a table because it's literally like walk in take a picture with them and out okay because they've got to do it with so many people they've got yeah. to be really really efficient with it yeah but that being said that the kind of you might be waiting for an hour in a queue to get that photo op but the moment that happens and yeah it flies by but you walk out and you're just like the giddiest child like it's christmas <laughs> yeah 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 like that just happened yeah like oh my god i cannot believe i just met matt smith like right this is so yeah. surreal do you know like and yeah i was and gonna ask yeah oh yeah go on no, it's fine. I was just going to ask. Um, yeah, thinking about the Doctor Who one, did you get to meet all of the Doctor Who's? I didn't get to meet all of them. I I can thankfully say that I got to lay my eyes on all of them that that, right. that were there. I <laughs> yeah. saw, I saw Tom Baker from afar. I had a peek at Christopher Eccleston. I had a peek yeah. at David Tennant. Um, okay. And then I'm I actually met Matt Smith, uh, Paul McGann, and Peter Capaldi. Wow. Um, and then uh, at other conventions, mm-hmm. at, at the, actually, th- this was quite a cool thing because at the small convention in my town, at, at, at Bolton Comic Con, I, I actually managed to meet Sylvester McCoy and Peter Davidson. Like, they actually wow. got booked for... It, it, not not really people you would expect to come to a convention yeah. in like a small town, but they, they yeah. did. And, and again that's another great thing about local conventions because mm-hmm. when you go to a big comic-con and you're in a queue and there are 30 people behind you you kind of feel a bit of pressure you're kind of like mm. well, i want to talk to them i want to be able to make conversation yeah. but i don't want to annoy everybody behind me by taking yep. ages yeah at smaller comic-cons like i had a good 10 15 minute conversation with sylvester mccoy it was in- nice. incredible. Like, it oh, was so, brilliant. so great. So I think that is another kind of plus side to, to local Comic-Cons. They definitely yeah. deserve supporting. Absolutely. And I, I I kind of know what that's like in a sense. I've been to many, many... Anyone who's listened to this show knows that I almost shoehorn music into every episode. <laughs> um, but it's kind of relevant here because, yeah, I, I mean, I'm wearing a download T-shirt as we speak. And... I remember going to those and there's always tent signing meetings, but it's, it's exactly what you're talking about. Where you've got like, yeah, 30, 40 people behind you and you're like, you're meeting your kind of heroes for a brief moment in time. And you're like, yeah, I, I want to make some kind of impression. or I want to say something other than just, hi, sign this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it is that thing. So I, I agree with you. I've, it makes me think of when I've been to smaller gigs and I've had the opportunity to just talk with somebody for a, a few minutes and it's, 
so much more meaningful. So that's really nice to hear that actors go out of their way then. Do you think do you think it is that fan interaction then that, that sort of makes them want to go? Because I can't imagine they're getting paid loads to go to these conventions. I'd like to think that it was the fan interactions, but I do also understand that like you can make a mint from from guesting at comic cons as oh, far really, as i'm aware you? because not only do you because you you know the convention will pay you a fee uh for okay. appearing at a convention and then you know whether you're noel clark from doctor who you might get a you know a little chunk of money for appearing or if you're sebastian stan from the marvel cinematic universe you might get a pretty hefty chunk for appearing but then right. on top of that, you also get basically all the money that the guests pay to either get a selfie, an autograph, or a photo op. Like, ah. so that all that money goes to them. So it is a very kind of like payday type thing. You know, it's still work technically. Yeah. And I can understand that. But again, you know you'll see a lot of people who do appear at comic cons, you know, go on Twitter and be like, you know, I'm so happy to be going here and, you know, being able to meet all my fans and, and have a, an interactions with them. Um, and I personally, I'm really happy to be able to say that I don't think anybody I've met has ever been kind of, you know, like stuck up their nose at meeting me yes. or like kind of saying, or you know, like rushing the conversation along or, mm you know, being generally like they don't want to be there. Because I can yeah. understand it must be absolutely exhausting, right? Mm, mm. You know, going to the convention centre at 10am in the morning and then not leaving till 4 or 5 and meeting <laughs> literally thousands of people. Yeah. You know, because for us, we're, it's just, we're, we're seeing one face, aren't we? And it's the yeah. face that we want to see. Like, we are there because of them. When the other way around, like half an hour after they've met me, they probably don't even remember I was there. <laughs> I suppose, <laughs> do, yeah, if it's just seeing faces, yeah, yeah. It, it, and I think, like, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, the, the experience, like I said, the experience is about the fans. Like, it's about that little interaction that you end up getting with the person that you want to meet. And that yeah. that's what makes it special. Mm. But I, yeah, I'd definitely say the other way around. It's probably quite something. Quite, I'd be interested to be in that position and yeah. see how exhausting it actually is. Yeah, I'd love to get the insight on that because, um, I mean, what you've said, I, that was quite enlightening, actually. It's a fair point. I mean, I must obviously get some kind of payment from it, obviously. Um, and it sounds like it'd be a bit more than what I expected. But yeah, I have to imagine that, as you say, to go through all of that, it has to be more than just that. I, I like to believe anyway. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe um, someone more cynical out there listening might just say, well, they're actors. I'm sure they can put on a brave face for six hours. <laughs> but I'd like to think that, yeah, there's, there's going to be a little bit more to it. Um, especially if somebody, for example, I mean, you mentioned earlier, like a Christopher Eccleston, who it sounds like doesn't have the best experience necessarily in that role, is willing to come back to see the fans and be a part of that. Exactly. I mean, I again, he's probably getting paid, but he, he, you know, he could also say no. He can also be like, no, it's not worth the money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I can. I can guarantee he probably got paid an absolute mint to appear at that convention. <laughs> um, but again, like you said, he could. He could have just not done it. You know, mm. and then in that sense, it does kind of feel that it is more than just the payday, which is a good mm. thing, I think. So that's cool. That's that's something people are listening to. They might not have realised. Yeah, go and check it out. Maybe you can meet some some actors, even even smaller ones, even people perhaps that you've admired in shows and in films that you've just never get the opportunity to go and say hi. That I think that would be really cool. I mean, it's funny because like if I'm trying to think of the the polar opposites of people I've met, like I've met, yeah, you know, I met Matt Smith and David mm -hmm. Morrissey and. Um, I, I've met so many people that it's hard to remember yeah. who, who like is kind of on the top line and who's, but I would say that in, at the first convention I went to, the mm. first person I, the first person 
and I will love him forever completely because mm-hmm. the experience, because I was, they don't tell you how nervous you get when you're about to meet, like, you know, a person that you've seen on the screen that you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is them in real life. This is what's going on. This is crazy. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the first person I met at Birmingham Comic Con back in 2013 was Tony Cran. Now, Tony Cran's a, a Scottish actor. He went on to do um, Defiance, I think, in America. But the only right. the only thing that I'd seen Tony Cran in mm-hmm. as of that time, 2013, was as Vincent Van Gogh in that one episode of Doctor Who. Right, right. And that's why I wanted to meet him, because I was like, oh, my God, he's been in Doctor Who. Like, I really enjoyed the episode. And I'd be like, oh, my God, it's so cool, because I can ask him questions about being, you know, working on Doctor Who and, you know, yeah. acting alongside Matt Smith and Karen Gillan and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, And bless him, he, you know, meeting him was so cool. And I think he he made the experience all the better for, you know... Because I think, I, I don't know whether they can tell if you're a bit nervous and they kind of, you know, yeah. pull the situation I, imagine, a little bit. I'd imagine they do, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I just remember it being a really nice conversation. And and then that, and you kind of never stop. It, yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm I'm just looking up actually his, um, his IMDb. Because you said that name and I thought, I know that guy. And yeah, just looking at him, like, yeah, I definitely recognise him. He's one of those sort of TV character actors that's been around for quite a while. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. It's it's nice that he's, like, made the effort to just stop and chat with people. And exactly. I, I do hear a lot of positive stories out there on the internet of, of people going to conventions and then, like you say, they're stopping to give you the time of day, which is lovely. Yeah, and the thing is as well, like... You, you see a lot online about, like, p- different people's experiences with these these guests and stuff. Um, and, like, I've never per se been in that. I mean, there's one that I, I could maybe mention. Um, but, you know, like, for example, if you go and do a photo op and you're maybe going with your partner and you're planning on proposing in front of the guest, like, that must be so cool. Like, because <laughs> right. I've seen a lot of that. Like, um, I think most recently I saw a picture of uh, Brie Larson, who is uh, uh-huh. Captain, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, and the photo op is her just in the background, like shocked face, just like, oh my God, what's going on? And then the, the guy is on his on his knee proposing to his girlfriend. And I just think Aww. like that's such a wholesome, nice thing. And like yeah. all of those things can happen at Comic-Con. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, but yeah, the one, uh, I would say like kind of really wholesome moment that I remember um, that's kind of to do with a guest at, at a convention i went to uh it was called walker stalker con in uh, london uh, so walker stalker con is a specifically walking dead themed convention oh, okay um and it was the first time it had come over to the uk and uh i was a massive fan of the walking dead so was my friend so we went down because we you know we wanted to meet all the people who were in the walking dead and again you know, be amongst like-minded people. Um, And there was one uh, actor who had actually, at the point of going to this convention, had only been in the show for maybe half a season. So people knew who he was, but he, you know, the character was still blossoming. He hadn't really kind of bedded himself into the show as of yet sure um and i i didn't personally want to meet him but my friend did and it got rent was going to him and at at comic cons as big as walk stalk con there are strict policies about uh so that one of the negative things is the the guests go with their agents managers and things yeah yeah. and and they can be really finicky about what you can and can't do with the guests. Yeah, yeah. It, As you it, can imagine, I suppose. Um, sure. So basically, at WalkStockCon, it was kind of a thing of, like, if you wanted to go and speak to them, you pay for a signature on a, on a print. If you wanted a selfie, you also pay for that kind of deal. 
Right. I didn't want to do that, but I didn't, obviously, we did, me and my friend didn't want to split up. So I went and queued with my, my friend and, um, he started talking, you know, we got to the front of the queue and we started talking to him. Um, and, uh, my friend got his signature and his selfie and that kind of stuff. And then we just ended up talking because obviously we've come down from Manchester to London. And as a matter of fact, the actor had also just been in Manchester before he'd come down to London. So that was like a kind of talking point and something that, you know, kind of made the conversation last a little bit. And we ended up talking to him for about 10 minutes, just about random stuff. And it was really, really nice. Um, and then at the end, he was just like, yo, let's take a picture. Like, and it's like, are you sure? Like, because on, on your thing, it's just like, it's like 40 quid for a, sign- for, for a selfie. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Let's just take a picture. And that, those moments are really, really awesome. And things that, you know, you could never replicate. That's it's nice. Unique thing. And again, just like out of the kindness of just having that conversation for 10 minutes where it was just like, let's, let's end this on a, on like a, you know, a high note, something to remember the moment with. Yeah. Yeah. God. I, I, yeah. I love when people do that. Um, it reminds me of a story where again, at a download, it might've been this one actually that I'm wearing the shirt for. <laughs> and the band shine down with that. And the lead singer, Brent Smith is absolute gentleman. Um, my mate, Will, shout out to Will if he's listening, um, is a huge fan of that band and just finds the guy a massive, massive inspiration. And we'd already, you'd already met him. He'd already said hello. And I just saw him to the corner of my eye and he just told him, that he's like, you are such an inspiration, man. I really love what you do. And he just reached out his hand again for a, like a second handshake and was like, thanks, man. That's really nice. And it was just a lovely little moment that I just clocked. And I've had moments like that where I've said to musicians, you know, other members of the band, like, oh, I really love what you do. And then they turn around, they look at the lead singer, like, do you not mean him? And it's like, no, you. And then like, <laughs> oh, thanks. And just like little silly moments. Yeah, I, I imagine actors, writers, p- people that maybe are lesser known, you know, go to these conventions. They must they must enjoy that as well. They must like the moments of people recognising them and going like, no, yes. I really like your contributions to, to this course, thing. Of course, it's... It's just like a, it's a celebration of them. Yeah, and yeah as it should be. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's, it's just great. Whether, like you said, you're meeting somebody who's been in The Walking Dead for six episodes, or whether you're walking past Jason Momoa in the in the Olympia, like, <laughs> do you know, it, it's... <laughs> Man alive. I can, I must say, Jason Momoa, I didn't meet him specifically. But like yeah. uh, we did bump bump into him a few times when he was walking around, and he's very very funny, like very funny. He's also obsessed with Guinness, right? Which is very strange. I never would have thought. See, that's yeah. thing you learn things about these people as well. Like, <laughs> would you before this would you have ever thought that Jason Momoa was obsessed with Guinness? Honestly, no. I I didn't know if he could handle the calories. But then again, he's a big <laughs> he's a big guy, so he could probably pack them away and have no effect on him. Yeah, um, whatsoever. That's yeah, cool, though. And like, like you know, we didn't even realize, but like you know, there were, there are fans of Jason Momoa who are literally taking Guinness for him <laughs> as gifts, and it's like they know <laughs> that about. But that's the thing, like, I don't really know that about Jason Momoa. But if if there's somebody who's a really really big fan of him and knows that, that's something that they can share and and have. A, a nice conversation with together whereas like they they might not um like game of thrones but i do and i go and have a nice moment with um you know like uh bran from game of thrones right okay um, yeah there's something for everyone nice. always yeah yeah i tell you what though jason momoa he's the kind if uh, yeah, yeah somebody who loves guinness myself i would more than happily sit down and have a pint with him <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be so uh, cool I know. Some of the names you've been dropping, one that leapt out to me earlier, because I think he's eccentric and brilliant, is Tom Baker. Yes. Now, I feel like Tom Baker's at that point where it's literally just kind of, you know, sitting down at the table and hoping for the best. Oh, bless <laughs> Which him. is, you know, bless it. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that he's even still going to these conventions at this point. I mean, mm. he's the oldest surviving um, doctor. 
as of right. the current um, state of things, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to think that, you know, at his age, he's still popping around and coming Amazing. meeting his fans and stuff, it's quite incredible. So I have to ask, uh, Alex, are you planning on dressing up then for any, any ones anytime soon? I'd love to. I really would love to. I don't know who I would dress up as, though. I've thought about it. <laughs> right. I have thought about it in the past. Um, yeah. I was thinking, like, Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Okay. In zombie form, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that would work quite well. Um, maybe maybe I would go dress up as James Corden. No, I'm, I'm joking. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that that might be the one thing that turns the tide a bit at a convention. <laughs> I think there's a good chance I'd get punched a few times. No, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I genuinely, because the thing is, like, the world is the world is your oyster, isn't it? Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, where would you begin? There's so much choice. Who who, who would you dress up as if you could? See, I I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like you'd have. To, I, I like where you're going. You try and think of something that's maybe not as obvious. Because I imagine if you go, as cool as it is, there's going to be like a hundred Batmen and like a thousand Darth Vaders. And there's going to be some guys that have incredible looking costumes. Yeah. Let me tell I, you. Yeah. Harley Quinn, it's like an infestation. Oh, yeah. I was going to say so many a, Harley Quinns. A thousand of them. I mean, yeah. it's, ama- it's brilliant. But then, you know, there are, tell you what, like you said, more characters that you, that you end up seeing. I'll tell you what I would do, because I dressed up as it a long time ago. I'm just showing you my little oh. uh, Star-Lord Nerf gun. Yes. <laughs> now that would be cool. <laughs> See, and I'd love to do like a group thing. You know, like if you go yes. with some friends and like you all dress up as the mystery team from Scooby-Doo or something like that. I think that Absolutely. would be really fun. Absolutely. Uh, just for people wondering, that little click was the, uh, the little retracting canister part it's really cool I, I, I did it years ago a fancy dress um i don't have the jacket because it doesn't fit me um i got rid of it a while ago but um yeah your stuff like that yeah the, the mystery team for example the things like that i would probably go for because you could get a pretty decent looking costume i think quite easily and it probably wouldn't cost you an arm and a leg you just have to go out and find a certain component exactly see that and that's where it comes down to the because there are people who literally like you know, there are people who are creative enough to be able to make these costumes, which yeah. is admirable. Like, I couldn't do it. I'm not that, yeah. cra- I'm not crafty enough. But there are people who are genuinely. So, for example, at, uh, at London Comic Con, I saw a person who um, was, was dressed up as a character from Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, a character called Symmetra. Now, not only was this person dressed up as Symmetra from Overwatch, this person was dressed up as a special event skin. Right. So in Overwatch, there's events, and for these events, they release special skins. And um, for one Halloween event, Symmetra got this cool, like, dragon-style kind of thing. And it was literally like it just jumped out of the video game. Nice. Nice. And you're like, how do you do that? Like, mm. how? It's just so incredibly done. I, I sometimes you're just in, in awe of like how yeah. amazing some of them are. That's probably another reason people to go. Then you can go and see all these crazy costumes and all these uh, potentially meet some actors and writers and all sorts. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Do you get any comics then while you're there? I do you know what I'm not as much of a comic person as some people might be. Okay. Um, I I only really f- my favorite comic book, and this is gonna be like this is gonna be really bad because I I don't generally read you know like the Marvel and the DC kind of stuff. My okay. favorite comic book series is the Kickass comic book series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the best. I mean. It's one of the best comic books I've ever read. I absolutely adore okay. it. Um, so yeah, I think you know, like if there's if there's like an artist from from Kickass coming round to, mm-hmm. to to a convention or a writer or something, I'd be totally down to like going and meet them. I think that'd be great. Uh, but nice. uh, yeah, no, not generally. That's fair enough, man. I mean, again, I don't think there's any rules, and by the signs of it. It's, you know, Comic-Con is obviously the name of it, but it's not just comics. As we've established, there's 
an awful lot more you can go and see for the signs of things. It's just it's so vast, like you don't even realise, like if you've never been before, I don't think you kind of fully grasp how how many things there are, really. Mm. So I'd definitely be down for doing one. Um, I've actually, I'm pretty sure, yeah, the second guest I've had on this show, uh, my friend Ollie Butler, pretty sure he's been to the one in Birmingham. Um, and I know a few other people that have been, because um, I've said before, I, I live in Gloucester, so I'm not like a million miles away from that. So I think that's probably the one I'll go to, if not London. London does sound really cool, I'm not going to lie. The more you talk about it, the more I'm like, if there's an opportunity for me to have a pint of Guinness with Jason Momoa, it's a slim chance, <laughs> but if there's a possibility, uh, I, will, I will just take it. I'll buy a Guinness and just walk around all day and hope to see him. <laughs> yeah, I must say, like, I think I had to save up for, like, a very long time to be able to, you know, go to London and kind of enjoy it in the way that... I mean, the thing is... You don't have to go to a, a comic convention and spend money. Like, you could literally yeah. just buy a ticket and go. Like, hmm. and that, again, that's another thing. Like, you could either spend 20 quid or you could spend 200 quid. Like, it's yeah. really just down to what, you know, your personal enjoyment of the convention is and what you would prefer to do, whether you, you just go as as a like a day out with your friends or whether you go into um you know if you've got say for example your signature collecting and Mm -hmm. you know somebody going to this convention that you need the signature of that you've been looking for for ages or if you're going because you want to go and get some memorabilia or you're going because you're dressing up like it's literally just so many things that you can do hmm that sounds amazing. You've definitely sold me on it, and hopefully some of the listeners. I have to ask, if you had the opportunity, would you go to the San Diego one? Yes, I think I would. I feel like that's the next step. Right. I, I To go to kind of like a bigger one, because I feel like I don't think there is a bigger convention in, in the UK than London. So I would like to kind of broaden the horizons a little bit. And, and maybe go to maybe New York because New York has a, a has a big Comic Con every year as well. So maybe yeah, yeah. Mm. I imagine New York might be a, maybe a bit easier to get into because I hear the San Diego ones sell out instantly. It's very very yeah very cutthroat very kind of you know you've got to be on the ball to get tickets for that. I'd love to go one day though. I think. Yeah, well, who who knows? If you ever do, I'd love to have you back on. You can tell me all about it. Yeah, that would be amazing. Hopefully that happens. Yeah, it'd be a follow-up episode. <laughs> <laughs> First one ever, I think. That'd be great. But um, I, I guess, really, is there anything else you'd like to sort of cover on this on this topic or anything else that springs to mind? I think I think that's everything, to be honest. I I just, like, I think the fact, if you, you know, I, I've said this kind of briefly, but never kind of... Because I, I remember maybe before going to my first one, feeling a little intimidated and kind of like, oh, am I going to enjoy it? Am I, you know, is it going to be worth it? And I feel like the answer is just, yeah, it is going to be worth it. No matter where, whether it's a big one or a small one or what, just go. If, you, if you're just thinking about it, just do it. And you'll never, you'll never go back. <laughs> yeah i think that's some great advice and i guess grab a few friends and um and just go for it really yeah it's always great to go with with friends or even so you know go on a fa- you know a facebook group for the convention and see if there's some people who are going who are going by themselves as well meet up with them yeah why not meet why new not people because that's another thing that comic-con's about meeting new people and and that and like you said the sense of community and stuff yeah. Uh, have you made any sort of friends from, from going to those conventions then? Um, I haven't personally, but um, I feel like that's a thing that happens quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine it would. Definitely. Brilliant. All right, then, Alex. Well, I'd just love to uh, to throw it over to you then. Where can the good people find you if they're listening to this? Uh, yeah, well, you can find me on Twitter at Presenter Alex. You can pretty much... Uh, find out everything that I'm doing over there. I present a radio show on uh, Bolton FM. You just go to boltonfm.com uh, on Sundays, 2 till 4, all about films. 
Um, and right. I do a couple of podcasts, yeah. So you can find all of that over on my Twitter. Brilliant. And I'll be sure to link all of that in. I think actually I'm due to jump on to one of your one of your shows, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yes, you are. I'm very excited. You picked a great topic. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll definitely be shouting that out when it comes around. But uh, Alex, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And there we have it. Thank you so much to Alex for coming on to the show and shedding light on the wonderful world of Comic-Con. If you would like to hear more from Alex, definitely go and check out his show, The Ranklist. I've put links to that in the show notes of this podcast. And as he said, I am planning on making a guest appearance on that soon. I will definitely keep you guys up to date on that. You can also find Alex and his social media links all in the description of this podcast, as well as a link to the Bolton FM radio station. If you want to know more about Comic-Con, I've managed to find a couple of links for potential shows that are coming up. It's uh, obviously a little bit unsure at the moment, what with the way the world is going, but over here in the UK, things are looking up for the thing that shall not be mentioned, and who knows, we could be going back to live events in the very near future. If that's the case, Comic-Con is definitely one I'd recommend checking out. I'm certainly going to try and get to one this year if I can. And again, if you want to know more, I've put a few links in the show notes for you. All that's left to say, really, is if you're enjoying the show, then definitely let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on the social media links below. Also, and I can't believe I haven't mentioned this sooner, but you can email me. The best place is my email address, fundamentalspod at yahoo.com. So if you'd like to get in touch, just say, hey, say, tell me if you're enjoying the show, if you've got any feedback, if you would like to even be a guest on the show or suggest someone that you think would be a good guest. I'm open to all of those things. Again, you can reach me on social media or via the email address, fundamentalspod at yahoo.com. If you are enjoying the show and you would like to leave me a lovely five-star review, then definitely tell me. Again, email me or message me on social media to let me know that you have done so. You will earn a shout-out on the podcast that's it from me but i'll be back again in a few weeks time with a completely different guest on a completely different subject so until then stay tuned and stay safe